What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Hey, everyone. A little different order this week. Uh, you got Matt or Has. And finally, when people have spoken, we have listened. We're doing a guest episode. We'll throw it to our guest. First guest of the year. First guest of 2023. What's up, Mars? What up, dude? Oh, it is I the first one. Is, yeah, this is the first episode I've been on. And I've given you guys so much. Like, can I swear? Can I say? Can of I course, say yeah. swear? Yeah. I've, I've given you guys so much shit for inviting me like three times. Yeah. You guys ghosted me or just said, no, it's not happening this time. Last time, Charles was literally just like, yeah, no, we don't want to have you on the channel. See ya. And <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a very important podcast. I don't know if you yeah, know this, yeah. but... I, I get, I get harassed about being on this podcast, and then I, I get half of you. No Charles. Yeah. No Pink. That is wild. We thought we were doing you a favor, honestly. Dude, Charles is the one who sent me the link. Like, what is this? Pink <laughs> came know. into my chat when I was streaming. I thought I was oh getting the whole package. That's so yeah. skimmed. Marcus had to dip. Marcus had to dip, and Charles is... I think he's still... Is he in Hawaii still? I don't know. Yeah. Hard to keep. Is. Hard to keep Chuck in line these days for sure. But yeah, well, when I'm not on the episodes though, I listen to them. You know what I mean? I gotta see if you guys are talking shit. I need. Yeah, to I don't have that privilege. I can't just not be a part of my own podcast. Oh yeah, Tweak Talks has to be on. Yeah. Well, Tweak has to be on Tweak Talks. <laughs> when, when have I ever listened to an episode? That's true. Maybe well, that's the thing. Mars has to take over. Let me listen for once. Oh, Mars shit. mumbles. Yeah, it's time. No it's time for you to mumble. <laughs> Marcus mumbles is the classic. Yeah, oh, no, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm Genesis excited. is coming up. I was going to say, I'm excited for this weekend. Especially all three of us will be there, and Charles, Marcus is the only one who won't be there. So that it's sucks, a, but yeah. It, it's, a, it's a big weekend to decide who's number one, I feel like. No? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, that's think, what I keep hearing. I think people don't really realize that, like, like even in Smash 4... And even in Ultimate, there's always been, like, a definitive number one. You always know who the absolute yeah. best is. And it's been like that, like, for ugh, so many years. Like, longer than Ultimate's been out, like I said. And, like, for the first time, it's, like, a four-way, like, three-way split between who can actually be the best, obviously. Tweak being one of them. Leo. A lot of people defend Leo. They're like, oh, he's definitely still the best. You know, he's, he's trolling. He's not picking Joker. But he's picking Joker now. Yeah. So there's no more excuses. Yeah. You know, the like thing you, you beat the Joker, yeah. you beat Leo, and then you got Akola and Spargo. Yeah. The thing I point out about uh, Joker or the Joker appearance is a it was the first time he's done it in a while, and b his two losses were Gavin, who plays Diddy, who destroys Joker, and also Sonic, who might be Joker's worst matchup, right? Correct Allegedly, yeah. I was talking. Yeah, about it's, it's definitely Leo there. specifically say Sonic is hard, like even a long, long time ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, this topic is the interesting thing about it, if you're like basically anyone but me, is that you've been dominating for a while and then I get like a couple wins and I'm just like in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I kind of just slipped in. I, I guess I got like a bunch of like high placements and everything, but in terms of the best, I still give it to like, you know, those guys who have been like dominant for a while. But I well, still take it really seriously, and I actually, like, have been making a point in my daily life to, like, not get complacent and, like, take this tournament really seriously. It's good. Because, like, obviously I want to win, but I want to win a lot. And I feel like when I was younger, if I won a big tournament, I, like, wouldn't practice as hard and stuff like that. So, like, for me, the big thing is, like, now rather than, like, my big win I got last week. So... 
especially because I want to stay in the conversation with those guys, and it's not easy because they win like everything they attend. They're actually, so insanely I, good. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to keep up with that. Well. It's interesting because everyone kind of has a little asterisk by their name right now. Yeah. Because you're like, well, you know, you kind of had a different results for a little bit there. Spargo took a full blown like break though, and then yeah. had to come back and wasn't like full form for like a month or two. So there's always kind of like these hitches where we're at, where it's like, like Mar said when we opened the podcast, we have no idea who actually is, is it. It could be Alcola, honestly, like for yeah. sure, which is the craziest because he's the newest name to the bunch. And Leo too. It, it's interesting because when I think of Leo, like. People defending Leo, I think the easiest thing to point to is Ludwig's Invitational because he looked fucking unstoppable. That was recent, yeah. and that was and that was very recent. Yeah, it's November, so it's not like he. No one's saying he couldn't win this tournament, but I saw. I think it was maybe it was Max tweeted this. Max Ketchum, but he was like, so the the top four right now is some combination in you know any order or however you want to dice it up. Akola, Tweak. Leo and Spargo, who do you have as number five? And I couldn't believe that this was a question. I thought it was pretty clear cut who number five is right now, but that's just in my opinion, I guess. Yeah. It's light, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought so too. Some people said proto, which oh, I guess is interesting. Damn it. I know it's, that's interesting <laughs> too, though, because he, I feel like people might have a slight bias because the Japanese tournaments, he doesn't do as consistently. And I, if I'm understanding that correctly, but yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. But I thought it was light, like pretty clearly. Um, like his dip in results is like, oh, he's only getting fifth now instead of first and second. You know, the the so, last the last time that Proto was in America was double down, and he just he beat Leo like yeah. twice. Yeah. Right. So like, it's not like Proto's even had a chance to show up and like lose. Like we don't we don't know if like we don't know how he compares like to the current top four. You know, because he just hasn't been here. One of the things that. Yeah. I feel like the community has a hard time talking about is comparing like, like for Proto specifically, it's like in region results in Japan to like the outside of region results, which is usually like big wins and stuff. And like, I'll take those any day over like the in region results, especially because, you know, there's just big differences. Like, you know, these are for money and like the other ones aren't for money and like comparing it gets a little dicey, I feel, but I'll always take those like big wins just because I, I feel like they, it, they just mean a lot. And you're saying you'd like credit them the same, regardless of what's on the line. No, I'm saying, the, saying opposite. the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, at least when it comes to like, separating a ranking and like deciding like what's more valuable than the others like those big wins like not many people have done that ever and proto has done it multiple times already and it's clear like when proto has to show up he does is basically what i'm saying so i think if you ranked proto over light i actually wouldn't necessarily get upset at that either but yeah i i think those two are big ones like when it comes down to like rounding out the top five i think shuton is in the conversation to T mm-hmm. and then after that, I don't think many other people deserve the, to be in the conversation. The Genesis seating is the, the top four are the four that we've talked about with Leo being fourth actually, which I thought was, he tweeted about that. He tweeted yeah. something like, LOL, I'm sitting fourth <laughs> for Genesis. So he might, uh, he might be pissed, honestly, like he, he might took, have a really good weekend that just personally. from that alone. Yeah. And I took that personally. Yeah. <laughs> he does something, bro. I love when he takes shit personally. When he's playing well, it's like, this shit is uncrackable. Like this is impossible. Um, but then aside from them, seated to make top eight are T, Light, Karama, and Riddles. 
um, which is Crom I mean, was a big you... conversation too. Like recently, just been doing really, really well for sure, and consistently at big events, you know. Yeah. So I, but that those like even predicting this top eight is like just fucking impossible. Like it's it, actually insanely difficult. Yeah. Have, like even just winners lose. Like I don't care. Give me eight names. Are they all gonna make it? I don't care where they end up in the bracket. How do you even do this? It's yeah. wild. I lo- I've been looking at my projected bracket to like prepare and stuff, and I, it's really tough for me. And I can only imagine it's just like that for any player in the tournament. Like it's just a really tough path to top eight or whatever. Imagine being like Riddles in this situation, where like he's kind of in the talk for like top five, top six. I would say personally, like because he yeah. has some really good results recently. Yeah. I agree. He yeah. doesn't not show up in top eight. He's right. It's weird players. if he's not in top. Eight. But like, yeah. imagine yeah. being in those shoes where you're like top six or whatever but like oh i have to play sonics before quarters like what could happen you know yeah. like on like on results he's better but he's probably losing the sonics because matchups yeah yeah the, well that that shit's like impossible like we saw it let's make big moves two weekends ago or whatever but they uh his path right now is he has to be sigma and then he has to be gluto and akola to make top eight winners and Damn. so if he if he's this is riddles this is riddles, yeah. And if he's if he's he's seated to lose to Akola, if he loses that, he has to beat the Buzz or the winner of the Buzz Salt the One, buzz. which I'm very hyped about, aka Cola. <laughs> so well, other way around, I guess Cola, aka Salt One, um, going up against the Buzz. Uh, just looking at this part of the bracket, like the top 64, it's just like you have Jackal falling two rounds short of top eight. Like how this tournament, I think this is. And you set it up really well, Mars. It's like, this is such a great time to have a Genesis or to have a tournament of this caliber because things are so up in the air. And the thing I love about Ultimate is it really is a huge international game where international threats fly in and they can make a splash for sure. So, dude, Cro- dude, Leo's path is he has to beat Kronos. And if he beats Kronos, he has to beat Cola. And then he has to beat T to make top eight winners. That's all scary. Ooh, I kind of disagree. I think well, that's really easy. You do have Leo. to consider... T's Kazia. T, yeah. T's the scariest one, but still, but, those like those are rounds before top eight by a lot. It's crazy. Yeah, I think T's Kazia is probably the hardest thing. Like he's not going Pac Man, yes. dude. I saw that bio with Pac Man at Ludwig's. I think that was Ludwig's. He got absolutely destroyed, shattered. Yeah, I think it was a uh, main stage or something. Remember when the set started with Leo T and Leo like put T on the ledge and just fully yeah. charged F smash. <laughs> <Yeah>. and just <laughs> Got to kill it like 20. It's like, it's been like not even double digit seconds yet. Like yep. oh, yeah. the set ended up being a lot better than that in terms of like closeness, but that was insanity. Dude. Yeah. A couple other names I can, again, big D's in this bracket uh, Sonics who we didn't even talk about making top eight. Not I think seated. Sonics is one of the best players on the planet. That's another player that you can make. Like, I think soon you could build a case for top five. You know what I'm saying? A couple more big top eights, a couple big wins. Yeah. You do it for sure. Like, what do you do if you're fighting against that? Perfect Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> you're seated to play light. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Me? Yeah. I know. It's tough. <laughs> that's, that's definitely really rough for you. Yes. Because it hasn't are... exactly been like a consistent answer for you. And Sephiroth worked, but it's definitely yeah. not a favorable. Yeah, we all, that's that worse. we all know I can't just go Sephiroth and beat light. It's just. It happened one time. If anything, it's worse than going Diddy. So it's. That's the question for me. Like every time, like. 
Like, if I play light, the question is, do I start Sephiroth again because it worked? Or do I accept the fact that it was kind of like a, a curveball and move on? You know what I mean? Like, how do I approach the next set? And I, I always have things like that because I play multiple characters. So, like, that decision is tough. So, I'm hoping I can just feel it out by and, like, figure it out by the time I sit down and play. Um, but, yeah, it's not like Sephiroth Fox is, like, an answer. It's, like, a terrible matchup. So. Yeah, that was, like... <laughs> Fuck it. it will yeah, work. I mean, I'll, I'm <laughs> taking that that W. Like, I that that's great, but yeah, I don't you know. You wouldn't think that Fox is really a character that you can just, like, throw a curveball at. You know, you don't really... His, his game plan only changes, like, in very specific matchups. Like, like yeah. his, his bad ones, like, Game of Watch. It's rare for him to play a matchup more. in the, like, right. specific in the first place. He usually is playing Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I, dude, that's funny because whenever people, uh, someone else asked us on Twitter, like, what what makes you think a, a matchup is bad? And my answer to that is always when you can't play the character at their full strengths. Like, it feels like you're on your back foot the whole time, right? Yeah. Like, if you traditionally play a rushdown character and you play a character that shuts down rushdown, it's like, I can't get in your face. Like, you're getting zoned out, whatever it is. Yeah. And for Fox, a great example, obviously, is Game & Watch, the one that you listed down. And I think uh, Samus falls in that category, too. Just great upbeat out of shit. Good get off me, right? Good get off me, zoning pressure, all edge guarding, mm-hmm. too. Any of that shit. So, what makes a bad matchup, right? But... Man, shit. It's, I don't it's know. When, when your win condition is just the worst thing to go for. Yeah. 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 And that's why it's rare that Fox has to shift away from that because most of the time his shield pressure is good enough. It's only like the extreme examples that give him a hard time. Yeah. Well, it's like your strengths are lower, and usually your character's bad attributes are more emphasized by that character, too. Like, Fox Game & Watch, Game & Watch can edge guard Fox, too. Like, yeah. it's just really bad. It's I like feel like one of his, like, workarounds is, like, the shield poke setups at the ledge with the back airs, and, like, some of his hardest matchups, like, naturally just negate everything at the same time, like, the nair on shield, the back air on shield, like... So yeah. it's like, these characters are cutting Fox off at the source before he could even like pressure you a couple times yeah like saying that and that must be rough for me a bad matchup is just like if i don't get to use banana that much or if i'm not controlling the pace of the match with banana like if i feel like i have to break through their defense like it's like well that's cheating i'm supposed to be the one like (laughs) being annoying (laughs) what what would be like what would be a bad matchup for like like the best characters in the game, you know what I mean? Like what would, yeah? Because like the, when you guys started talking about it, the first thing I was thinking about is like what is what is that for Steve? Or you know, Mi- or Mithra is what I was. I thinking. think Steve's worst case scenario is the like if he is using resources, like by the amount he's using, he's also losing at the same rate or more. Without that winning like your a hard matchup. So, like, if he's getting attacked while mining or if he's getting attacked, like, through his walls, like, so if a character can, like, just, like, attack that space and do everything at once, like a cloud, like, back air, like, destroy the wall, hit cloud, make cloud or make Steve shield, like, there, there's going to be moments where Steve ha- doesn't have enough materials at least once or twice, where in mm. other matchups, another character can't get to that point. Like, they just can't break the wall fast enough, like. That's like what I think of with Steve, but with Pyramithra, I can't really think of much at all. <laughs> I guess like, getting gimped, right? Like, yeah, they all, they age, almost yeah. they almost have like the chic factor where like the neutral is insane, but like trading sucks, and that's honestly it for chic. Like, yeah, like imagine <laughs> if like Mithra, it's getting gimped. 
you can like you can shield a lot versus Fox and like take like certain hits that aren't as bad as others. But dude, imagine if Fox grabbed you and started full comboing off it. That's like what Pyramithra do, do yeah. right now. Yeah. Like you like you don't have those simple like decisions in neutral where you can like take certain L's. <laughs> like every L is the worst possible L versus Mithra. Like uh, yeah, you you said you don't have any simple decisions. In this case, it's the player who's not playing Pyramithra, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like unreactable dash with a godlike dash attack and a grab that does forty five. All right. Cool. It, it's crazy because like like i said like fox isn't doing that like fox will just take like small victories and then you he'll eventually start getting like the typical like rushdown character stuff but pyramithra is gonna make it happen and i think that one of their best traits especially mithra is like um this is something jackal said to me like a long time ago since like their releases it feels like they get like that full combo off of any weird hit a lot oh, of characters yeah. have to get like the right valuable hit. Pyramith or convert off of like accidental weird like yeah like don't, a, any hitting, angle hitting only the landing hitbox of Mithra and Air. And exactly, like, oh, dude, this is back three times in an up B. Yeah, it's like the best possible example. It's like I didn't even land all the hits of my move, and it I might as well have. Yeah, like they they're so flexible, and that's what why it's a good question that you asked Mars. Like the best like how do you qualify a bad matchup for the best characters in the game? And I guess that's why they're the best characters in the game in the first place. Yeah. Like, so, so I think another interesting conversation, I don't really know how to make this a more broad topic, but like, so now obviously like Pyramithra is in talks for one of the best because it's extremely hard to like, you know, find that weakness or like, you know, there's very few weaknesses, but then you have characters like Kazia, for example, who like, they definitely have like he has like glaring weaknesses very glaring stuff, like some of his range like his recovery and stuff and like you could say for example like zero suit's a bad matchup for kazia she can abuse range she can like jump camp him and stuff but once he gets the one hit is it really a bad matchup anymore was yeah. it a hard hit to get you know yeah so it's kind of, yeah like bad matchups can look more than just like what we were saying earlier when we do, when we think of it from a zero suit perspective right like zero suit has everything to not get hit but Zero Suit's not doing enough damage to Kazuya. No. Like, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. And something that's a really sad reality with Kazuya is Kazuya's the heaviest of all the fighting game characters. Dude, Every time they release them, they got heavier than Kept the getting previous bolster, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they've it's true. On more muscle And he's than the you. one you definitely don't want to be at, like, high percent. You know what I mean? Like Or, like, surviving. Yeah. And that's the thing with Zero Suit. Her defense is so strong. But it's not like the Zare isn't going to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> the Zare isn't even going to do like a, enough damage to. It's like I, I Zare you, and I'm like, yes, I got like five percent. Yeah, like well, you have to do that a lot. Kazuya like, just gets the one hit, so his rage drive probably kills her at like forty at the ledge, right? Something like that. <laughs> well, like, you, you just get command grab, like you're just dead. Yeah, yeah. Like and she I... has the tools to fight him, but when it comes to like actually making plays towards taking the stock or like making call-outs to just do any substantial amounts of damage, you are putting yourself at risk of just yes. exploding. Like, taking 80, you're dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And corner versus Kazi is also complicated. That's why if you were Sonic instead of Zero Suit in that position, you can do what Zero Suit does well, except you can do massive damage from those ranges because of mm -hmm. how great Spin Dash is or, like, you know, stuff like... Mostly Spin Dash. 
Yeah. Uh, and you get kills off of those same things. That's why Sonic's game plan is so great. And when 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 Sonic's playing a, a matchup that's heavily in his favor, you know, like you oh, see yeah. it. It's it's it's, it's obvious to all of us. And you mentioned talking about Zero Suit Kazuya specifically reminds me of Diddy Kazuya because I lost to Riddles like a few times in a row before I recently uh, beat him. And a lot of the people watching would say things like, you know, like, look how many times Kazuya gets hit and then Kazuya gets the hit and wins or anything like that. And, like, I know what they're saying, but, like, the 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 Smash player brain, like, I'm Blame like, no, this first. matchup is great for Diddy, I promise. <laughs> like, like as, as upsetting as it is, like, it is, yeah. like, my fault, like, as ridiculous as Kazuya is. But Diddy is, like, has the tools to be one of Kazuya's worst matchups. He definitely is. And yeah. I just have to like execute. I don't have to execute as much as you would a zero suit, which is scary because that says a lot. Because I have to hit him a lot of times. <laughs> you, zero suit has to hit him even more. But I feel like it's really easy for like the general viewer to be convinced like this isn't worth it if they see an example like that. If they see you work super hard and lose anyways, the viewer is gonna see that and be like, "This ain't worth it." Like, do yeah. something else. Like, yeah. Like people were even telling me, like, "Oh, I expected to see you go Sephiroth versus Riddles," and I'm like, "Wow, that is surprising because I have Diddy Kong as an option." Right. Um, well, it, it's interesting too because the way you kind of look at top tiers or talk about them, like Pyramithra is like a nine point five in every category, right? Like speed, punish, and whatever. Maybe tens in some of them, maybe nines in some of them, whatever. Then you look at someone like Kazuya and it's like, well, he's like a three in recovery, but he's like a 25 in advance, <laughs> like, you know, like Aaron combos. So, and I think because it, it is tier list season, right? And I've been thinking about it a little bit more and I think I'm going to have some more tiers, but I think Kazuya, he's such an interesting one to try to put on a tier list because, and I think Steve is, is similar, but, but more well-rounded and, and very good too in, in a couple different ways, but the, and more consistent and has just like better tools overall. But Kazuya's just so ridiculous on hit. Like, he's just so dumb. Like, he just killed... And on grab. And on grab, too, which I think is really... That is scary. I feel like the yeah. other ones... I feel like Terry was an evolution of a fighting game character's grab game. Like, combos and, like, well, the grab itself is They really gave good. him a grab, yeah. They, yeah. They the Ryu, their grab is shit. His grab is great. But Kazuya... You know what's interesting? Like, I hate to be, like, that guy because I don't play Kazuya, but... They don't grab outside of, like, the combo kill attempt... Sometimes yeah. I feel like when I'm fighting Kazuya, I could be getting grabbed more, and then they would like really make me question certain like certain yeah. ranges. As, as soon well, as you leave like the twenty percent onward, they're like electric, electric, electric. Yeah, like I'm push like, him out of shield. Like, yeah, like I can shield, I can shield the rest of the game now. Like it's kind of yeah. scary. Like whenever I feel like it shows a lot of confidence to take damage that doesn't lead into a death combo. If you're playing like one of those characters, like that shows like flexibility. And I'm, like, more afraid of that than someone that's just, like, spamming electric the entire game. Yeah, like, if yeah. they're willing to grab me, too, I'm like, wait, what do you mean that's... you're, what do you mean you're not, like, a death combo bot? Like, I don't like that. That's that's something Riddles did when he beat Leo at Summit. He was ending his combos with, yeah, um, he was ending grab early. a lot. Like, and he was grabbing just a lot. And, like, even up throws, like, pretty good or just pushing someone off stage. Because Riddles isn't afraid to go off stage and use forward air, either. Like, he's not afraid to get out there and kind of get his hands dirty, yeah. so... I feel like yeah. it was a part of his actual specific game plan, but the grabs at like random percentages aren't a part of the natural game plan. Like that yeah. looked like a very specific. I don't know. 
it's hard when you have one of the best buttons ever created in Smash history. You know, like it's hard yeah. not to just hit that. You can all the you time. can boot people out of shield. So sure. yeah, yeah. Which I love that animation. That yeah. shield damage. That's so weird. We Wait, were, that we were talking sense. about that where the most dangerous thing about Kazuya is like, think of down throw to electric. Like that's a significant amount of damage. So he he only has to do a couple reps of his like his execution like death combo like you know his stuff. And like I, that's like the most unbalanced thing about the character is how much damage like electric itself does or something like that. Like I feel like he would be a lot more manageable if some of those like combo starters did significantly less damage. So he wasn't only doing a couple reps of his combo because uh, electric does like almost twenty damage. Yeah, I think it does like twenty damage, roughly. like eighteen or something. So I, like, I don't want this to turn into just complaining about Kazuya, but I think yeah. the biggest issue is the up that kills, and it's really good at oh, that's it's great. At it's always a little bit stronger than you expect. Every, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it gets stronger every time, bro. It's his combo under at higher percents. That's how strong yeah. it is. Like that's, that's what he uses to kill like, you. Yeah. Yeah. What up smash won't connect? Yeah, exactly. Like, when he gets high enough, like well, that shit kills at like below a hundred sometimes. Yeah, or dude, if you di it wrong, forget about it. You're fucking. It's bad. over. <laughs> Dude, well, it's interesting because I know you said, obviously, we're not going to turn this into the Kazuya Hey podcast, but it was interesting because, and I know all the top Steves weren't at Let's Make Big Moves, but there were a lot of good Steves there, and there was, there was not a single Steve in top eight, and there was only one Kazuya, and it was just, and it was just riddles. Yeah. So, and I think I see this with, a char- with Rob, too, a lot, where it's like, yeah, if you look at top 128, top 64 data, you see a ton of those characters. You'll see a lot of Steves, you'll see a lot of Robs, and you'll see a lot of Kazuyas. But then when it gets towards the top 16, top 24, top 8 especially, it kind of thins down a lot. But I say that now, and it, it's so easy for a tournament to have a bounce back. Like, Genesis could easily have four Steves in top 8. It could be it the Steves. It could. It could, you know. But I think, what does that really say about those characters, right? Like, what does that really... I don't know. Like, what do you... Is that where we really put value? Is when they hit top 128? Like, where do you... I've been th- I don't know. I've been thinking about tier list a I lot, think the so. interesting thing with Aquila is Aquila is like... You know, we were saying how Riddles is like a shoe in at any tournament. Like, Akola is that for Steve. But, like, the question is, like, the the players that are, like, sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. So, I don't know. I, uh, I'd i like to hope that, like, Smash is in a better and better spot. Because a few months ago, like, it was very Doomer with, like, the DLC Fighter Pass 2. But I feel like we've been adjusting, like, well enough. But you were mentioning tier lists and, like, creating more tiers and whatnot and some of these characters have made an argument to be in like the s plus on their own i think so i think so but we'll we'll have to do a tier list episode i think yeah. hey tweak talk fans you know what it is it's sponsorship time and we're happy to say that today's episode is brought to you by honey the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or your computer now personally i love finding deals when shopping online It makes me feel savvy and smart with my decisions, especially when the deals are a surprise. There's nothing like feeling a little lucky when shopping online and finding good deals. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Now imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey does its work and searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Now this year, one of my commitments is to, one of my resolutions is to get more into working out. I've 
been good about the treadmill, but I want to start pumping some weights, right? So I was looking for a new blender, right? I was trying to buy a new blender online. And when I went to go check out, I clicked on my Honey Widget and I was able to find a deal and actually save 20 bucks on a really nice blender. Now, this was surprising because it's a really high quality blender. Saving 20 bucks on it was super awesome. And I got to thank Honey for that one. Now, one last thing. Did you know Honey doesn't just work on desktops? It also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari and your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash tweak. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash tweak. Joinhoney.com slash T-W-E-E-K tweak. So to talk about Genesis again, and not to put you guys on the spot, but one thing that's interesting about Genesis, we talked about all the top seeds, right? Like projected top eight and all that stuff. But we know, obviously, there's going to be a ton of upsets and a ton of people who don't get the placements they want or people who severely outplace um, where they ended. Uh, thinking of last year, Myron, you know, getting a top five finish, which is really good. Iken on his amazing run where everyone knows about him now. Shout out to him, by the way. I love that guy. Um, that's where Big D also beat Meister there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. Aaron got, you know, top nine finish or whatever. So a lot of players can, and that was funny because that was the Aaron era where he wasn't getting seated well. And then he did really, really well. Yeah. Um. So a lot of players who could severely outplace their seed. Do you guys have your eyes on anyone right now to do really well or could make, Hey, you're only seated to get top 29th, but or top one twenty nine, but you got 25th, you know, Dude, you got, this, you got top eight. Yeah. There's this zero suit player from New England who's going. <laughs> oh my God. Not this guy. <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't even, I don't you mean, definitely like, could. You did it last. You got top. Yeah, legitimately, last. like he. I don't even know. What Mars would be a name I, I would mention. <laughs> I don't even know. What I think of like twenty right fifth seed. <laughs> yeah, let's figure that out. You're seated to fight Sonics in top one twenty eight. Oh no, dude! Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I was told I was playing at Olimar too, so it's been an honor. Which Olimar? I don't know, but he plays Olimar, so he's got a shot. Dude. It's easy. Go Belmont. That's a great matchup. All right, I got it. But, <laughs> I mean, like, can you even say Karama qualifies as one of those people that, like... How far are like, you saying here? Yeah, depends on it's how far. He's even get top eight, but I don't know if I <laughs> necessarily top agree eight. with that. Because top eight's yeah. crazy here. You can get like, top eight. Big D can randomly just get, like, a baller yes. bracket for him where he gets no swords, and it's, like, totally easy and free. Yeah. Big yeah. D's play Zombo, so I don't know how that's going to... Uh, well, that's if they both get there, too. Well, no, nah, I think Big D is nasty at reading roles, and I think Zombo's got a terrible role habit. So I think He's that's... Rob, I literally think that's the only reason Zombo's not doing as well is because this dumbass keeps rolling. <laughs> Honest opinion. Is it that simple? No, I'm serious. He, he rolls this... Yes, yes. I'm just going to say yes. There you go. Sky J2, he's always on the radar. There's, there's a couple players, like, unironically, like, Mars in this situation is interesting because you don't like if you like compare it to me like I go to a lot like many more tournaments than you so anyone that we know can like you know if we're using top eight as like the qualifier here like anyone we know who can top eight but just doesn't show up as much as the other uh players another big one for me is is Esam because Esam doesn't show up very often and Esam gets seated really low where yeah. we know ESAM should be seated higher. Mm-hmm. And that just brings a lot of question marks. Like, that could significantly affect the bracket. Um, but ESAM's actually on my path, so uh, something's going to happen there, probably. <laughs> At least I think. 
I'm checking. You got Big Boss, Cosmos, and Light into top eight from 128. I think it's before like those matches. I would play Easton. What the? F- that's I crazy. Did check my bracket and it actually looked doable for me. So low key, I am actually in that conversation. Even though I was memeing earlier. Yeah. I think Jackal's oh. a big one too because he's oh, yeah, a player yeah. that doesn't really get outside of the East Coast really as much, but he's been getting out there a bit more. So. Yeah. But I'd have to look at some more because there's definitely a million people worth talking about. I really like uh, the Big D answer because kind of like Karama, like those are two of the biggest names in terms of like up and coming. In the last terms of like their, three to four months. Like they, they've like had a good tournament and then they showed up at the next tournaments too and done just as well. Dude, I was uh, going to say, I was going to say Anathema, but I don't think Anathema's going. Thanks. Oh really? I know that's a big surprise. Anathema Dang. has been the most consistent Rob on the planet. Yeah, definitely like a top eight threat for sure, if yeah. not more. Honestly, it's been a while since I've seen Mudace won a, I think a regional last weekend. Oh, Mudace is so a big Mew, one. Mew could do well this weekend for sure too. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, Apollo Kage. The, the snakes are on watch too because after Let's Make Big Moves, Snake was another very and Snake and Bayo weirdly popular at Let's Make Big Moves as far as the results went. So yeah, Kronos and AK. Kronos. We need to see your Snake, Mars. Snake is is on the. Cover. He's hot right now. He's on. Yeah. He's, he's the topic. You know, I'm a big fan of the Snake. I get that. Yeah, I like your Snake too. Actually, we, yeah. I feel like we're always talking about your character pool. Yeah, and then I just picked Zerusi. <laughs> yeah. That's, nah, yeah. I, you went Joker at the last The Greninja part, comes but... up, the Snake comes up, the Mega Man comes up. Love the Mega Man. <laughs> What's your idea at this time? Oh, you're just I going Zerusi. Okay, I think I'm just going to try and solo Zerusi and just not tilt. Because... Uh, Easier said than done, but yeah, that's always we were, my plan too. <laughs> so I, I wanted to bring it up earlier, but it's relevant now as well. We were talking about like bad matchups and stuff. And, like, you know, you have that perspective of, like, I hit Kazuya 50 times. He's at 200. Oops. I got grabbed. Yeah. I'm dead. And, like, it's easy to fall into, like, the pattern of just, like, getting frustrated when you were gaming for a minute straight and then you got smacked once, right? Yeah. And, like, getting over that hurdle of just being, like, oh, I got hit, whatever. What's next? I try to use, like, examples of me actually, like, persevering through the situation to, like, prove to myself that I can do it without tilting. Like, last time I played against Riddles, I, like, barely lost game one. It was, like, really close. Game two starts, and I just instantly, like, evaporate. Like, I die at zero. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't remember, like, really second-guessing it or, like, you you know, I kind of just kept it playing, and, like, that's the first game I won in the set. And then Mm -hmm. you're just telling yourself, like, I won if I won game if I won that game after like Riddles being literally at like eighteen damage and I died, like yeah. then anything is possible. And it, it it just the biggest thing is having that like not just a certain level of focus. It's like a, a specific balance of like not over focused and not like under focused. And I mm-hmm. that's why it sounds crazy to say like oh I'm gonna do this and I want to like not tilt. Like it sounds so simple, but like. You really have to be in like a very specific spot mentally. Yeah. And you can, in that situation, I was there. But like, you, if I had to can, deal with it again, like let's say I died zero again, like can I mentally handle that mm-hmm. again? Like, I don't know. I think it's, I think you made a good point there with like the, the focus balance. Cause you can easily also fall into the trap of like, okay, I'm not tilted. 
<laughs> I'm not tilted. I'm not tilted, and you're yeah. just like not even thinking about like the game anymore. That's actually yeah. something that's happened to me. Like you still like need to have that, that hunger and that like fire. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like easy to just continue to play by the book, and like that's yeah. just not how these kind of things work. Like you have to make plays to some degree. You have to take risks, and yeah. Uh, it's it's easy uh, to just not. You're talking to the wrong guy. He plays Diddy Kong. He doesn't take any risks. What the heck? <laughs> no, he, uh, he dashes back and gives up stage control, dude. That's a yeah. huge risk. <laughs> they could hit me. They could, Kazuya could hit me with a laser for pulling this banana, guys. Come on. No, we oh can't. I don't, think you, I don't think you think you're too fucking well, short, dude. <laughs> the risk you take is sometimes when you're up and you go in a straight line, it blows up into the stage anyway. Like, even though you go to the ledge. That always, when you're playing, that scares the shit out of me when I see you take, like, the straight angle with Diddy. I'm like, dude. I've just seen it happen. It feels fucking RNG sometimes. I'll I can just, only like, imagine someone who, like, likes watching me play and wants me to win, like, how they feel when I'm doing some of like the stuff that they might not even understand, like the pop cancels. They're like, whatever you do, don't kill yourself. Yep, I saw, I saw <laughs> Keep doing Twitter. it as long as you live. Some Diddy man called it out that he's like, I'm, I'm so sick of Diddy man's not doing the perfect peanut pop gun cancel, whatever the fuck it is and disadvantage. I was like, yeah, start doing it. I hate when Diddy's don't do it. Cause I try to position for it and they don't do it. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's the thing that dumb. that's the goat Dodgers, by the way, but okay. okay. It's frame perfect. Pop gun cancel. I do like three oh, different pop gun cancels, oh, but I don't not, do that. Not when we have a guest on. Come on. Enough of this. Yeah. Sorry. I hate Diddy Kong. Stop. <laughs> Zero it does turn, it's like snake. It's like snake though. Like you turn around so much in the air. You yeah. really do. It's crazy. Having micro, like bursts of movement as Diddy's really huge because otherwise his air mobility is like terrible. So yeah. like making them like actually work for it in those spots is when you're in disadvantages goes a long way. I'm excited to see what Jen does this weekend too. After a good Jen is going. Moves. Yeah, Jen is going. Whoa. First Genesis ever for Jen, which is oh great. really? Wow, I love. Yeah, that. I saw him tweet that, and I've been a Jen fan fan since uh, Smash Four. So, um, damn, lots of tri state. Uh, Kameme too, I think, is someone we're not talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's like, going. That's the best Sora in the business, right there. That is the best Sora, who we we all think is a a good character in Smash, a trash yes. character. Otherwise, <laughs> I hate Sora. I think Sora is really good, and I think Kameme Sora is really really good. Agreed. I watched it quite a bit at Port Priority Seven. Uh. It- Dude, he played Mega Man. That's like the coolest character of all time. Now he's played fucking Sora. What downgrade, dude. He still plays Mega Man, though. So I just thought of that, though. I was like, that's like one of the biggest characters. I haven't seen the Wario in a minute. Thank God, bro. No, I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) You love Wario. I love Mega Man. I do. I do. I don't like the other characters in Kamehameha's character pool because it's just Sora at that point. I like, uh, I like, what what do you like, Mega Man? Don't you know? Hey, he's, he's cool. I like Mega Man. I think he's, he's one sick. of my favorites. Yeah, it's you do the foot thing with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You one of my, uh, I think one of the biggest things to talk about with Genesis is let's make big moves. Had everything but Japan, pretty yeah. much. So like we had like a lot to talk about, but with Genesis, I think a big one is like all the Japanese players attending, and I don't know yeah. all of them that are attending other than the I ones got you. we've already talked about. So I definitely would like to chat about that a bit. It's and I'd also cool like though. to chat about Mars's path a bit more if I, if I could pick your brain, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, Japanese players going, confirmed attending, are Akola, Flip, the Falco, Gact, Kameme, now who's a Mario, Repo the Mega Man, Shogun, which is also very interesting since we're talking about Snake. Yeah, Black. Snake has been doing great. Yeah. So. Sigma, who's very, very good, by the way. Toon Link, uh, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, 
T and Y O C, and uh, Suinoko is the the young link too. So sorry if I butchered any of those. So um, like over ten best. like Japanese players attending, including Love some of the it. best ones. So it is actually eleven. So it's exactly over ten Japanese. That was oh, okay. really good. That was sick. Quick math. Uh, yeah. And a couple of them could easily get... Like, I was looking at the projected top 64. I'm like, dude, Gak could go on a run. Why yeah. not? You know, Shogun and uh, Repo are really worth looking into as well, I think. That could go under the radar otherwise. But you have uh, T, Akola, and Kameme. You know, like, those are actually... Well, yeah, those, like, are, the, those yeah. are the main ones, of course. Yeah, that's the Especially Akola. Like, Akola is, like, a favorite to win the whole tournament, so... Is it kind of messed up that like Yoshidora has a job and like doesn't come to America, dude? He's got to go. Yeah, I'm Yoshidora like, I'm, I'm, just shows up, plays with Yoshi, wins. Yeah, he literally does just show up and plays with Yoshi. There's nothing <laughs> else to that guy. He really does just like yeah. Today I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna just beat the top ten Japan players. I yeah. got a hot Yosh. What can I, I say? Got, I got a hot Yosh. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna stop and get groceries for his wife on the it's way just, home. Yeah, it's just business. Just it's just business. Shit. Damn. Yoshi's like the perfect character for that too, because he's like he's simple and he's effective, you know? Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just no, business. It's, well, it's, a char- would, it's a character for someone with the job. Yes. Would we be <laughs> saying he's effective if Yoshi Dora didn't exist though? Because without him, or is is Japan oh, yeah. putting Yoshi top three without well, him? Did you see I'm that? I'm glad shit? you say that yeah. because in terms of like a tier oh, list, oh, I know Yoshi Dora is really good, but I don't consider Yoshi that great at There's all. There's no wow. way. He wasn't I, good before DLC came out. There's no way he got he, better. He has to come to America and make me a believer. Uh, honest yeah. opinion. Like, I'm not I, a believer in Yoshi, but I love seeing Yoshi Dora's success is great. And like, I believe in him, in him as a player, but yeah. Yoshi ain't good. No, it's almost like shades of like Rido and Smash Four because everyone's like, "Yo, this is just bootleg Snake." And then Rido came up, and started up tilting people like at like 160. Yeah. Like, yeah. how, did, how did I get to that percent? And he was like an actual threat consistent. Not quite eighty five percent. Yeah, that range too, dude. And France has twelve players going as well. Oh, wow. A lot of really good players, including uh, o- oh yeah, the French O'Shea. dimension. This is literally French where it started. Oh, I am not accepting the French dimension invite. <laughs> no, you know you say no in French. No, uh, no. Oh, okay. No. N O N. That only that only works once. There's no way I'm not falling for that. <laughs> do you have any french players in your path we'll have to look but they have, have no a idea. lot of really good <laughs> they really tell good you to go to the, the backstage french dimension just say oh. no dude i was talking about it on my stream dude they're like yeah there's only like a couple people allowed back here and there's no cheering <laughs> i don't even know if they were actually cheering i'm making a narrative but it's funny because they were definitely cheering when he took stock <laughs> and shit and every other match was definitely playing. something i've talked about with people at tournaments and i'd like to hear your thoughts because you've been doing this a while and you've sure. been like a big name for a while yeah. is, uh... no problem yeah <laughs> you know. whenever i play on like whenever i play in a big tournament i always think i would rather play on the main stage than anywhere else oh yeah because when i'm playing off stream like it gets a crowd it gets people cheering for me to lose or something mm-hmm. and they're they're close by right because it's like off stream and I'm always thinking, I would rather play on stream. I'd rather take all the pressure in the world from that because I've done it a million times. And like, there's a set physical separation of the crowd. And that's yeah. the thing, reason why I wouldn't do the French Dimension because I'd rather play on the mainstream where like... They can be obnoxious in the crowd, not... Yeah, they can, say, they can say the same things they were going to say. They can do whatever they want. Like, 
but I'm just physically farther away. And like, it's just a better situation for me. So like, I've never gone out of my way to tell a TO, oh, I'd rather play. Like, I just play my match out when we have it. But mm -hmm. I'm always thinking how much more comfortable I am on stream than probably like 99% of the com competitive community just because it's like a specific scenario for me. I've been playing so long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it actually comes down person to person. I, yeah. for like the very longest time, and honestly, probably still now, I don't really, I prefer playing on streams for similar reasons because all it takes is one, one friend he doesn't even have to be a friend. He doesn't even have to know the guy you're playing against. He's just like, yeah, I want to see a, an upset. So let's go uh, Bowser Jr. player, beat Mars. You know, like that That does happen. And it's yeah. not super tilting. Like it's understandable, whatever. I get it. You want to feed into a hype that doesn't exist. He's going to get too owed, but you want to show <laughs> up. Like, but like, I think crowds as a whole, like is something that's almost impossible to control no matter what the setting yeah. And like the main stage is the closest you can get to controlling it. It doesn't bother yeah. me. I'm definitely a consistency guy. So like having mm -hmm. that, that like scenario in my head to rely on where it's like, well, if I play on stream, there's this, there's the headset, there's the distance between me and the crowd. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just a bit more comforting. Um, but yeah, I think something that's interesting with like smash is like, we're this weird combination of like, professional esports and grassroots esports that that's why this conversation is even had in the first place because like situations where a top player is like playing in a super like dense like offline set it's only possible just because like we're popular enough but we're also grassroots enough to i don't know how else to explain it i yeah i uh, i feel like that does happen in other games but well uh bro i don't know I'm if i compare it to like a traditional sport where it's like Oh, no, that's not happening. The same it's crowd is there, but, like, the distance is always, like, you know, like, uh, they're, I don't they're know. in the stands or something. I've been to Fenway Park, some of those seventh-inning fucking insults that get thrown out from the, from the <laughs> Green Monster. This shit is brutal. Yeah. They also get I, paid millions of dollars. So not I watch a lot of NBA. Like, there's, like, people that are, like, close enough to like, – Oh, yeah. They can hear you, but, you know, it can only get so close, you know. That's true. Yeah. You're, like uh, – the crowd is, like, a part – of the playing field almost like they can yeah, be like, standing they could be standing like finger arms distance you. yeah uh, yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah it's true it's true it's like, i can see this dude's shadow like cast it over like the setup <laughs> yeah popping off like a like a lunatic <laughs> and it's you like are. yeah that's a little distracting but whatever i've been here i'm a, I'm a big boy i can i can handle it <laughs> <laughs> is that your inner monologue you go to that voice a lot uh, is, that no. your, is that what your voice sounds My like? My favorite thing he said was, gonna get too old, no point. <laughs> <laughs> feed feed the fake hype. Uh, I, yeah. But I'm curious, like, how are you feeling going into Genesis? When was your last big tournament you attended? I don't what? even remember. Uh, it might have been Ludwig's, and I went, like, 0-5 or however many sets we were allowed to play. It was not, it was not good. It was, <laughs> I went to a local because uh, Light said he was going, so I was like, sure, whatever. And uh, I got, like, third there to XL. He was the one who farmed me. But, I mean, if you want my full honest thoughts, like, uh, competing has kind of been in, like, the, the back of my mind for the most part. It's mostly just been content, longevity, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and I have a lot of personal frustrations with the game, so it's hard to, like, 
show up to these tournaments and be like, yeah, I'm going to win. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to whoop everyone. Or like when people come up to me and they're like, so you're going to win this time, right? Like, Oh, it's, okay. it's the Mars Genesis thing. And it's like, dude, that's, I, I understand where you're coming from, but that's like the old me, you know what I mean? That's yeah. like what I would have wanted to hear like two years ago, but you know, like priority shift, people change and uh, that's no longer the thing, but it's not like I'm going to show up and start throwing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think the most it's going to affect me is like, I'm not like normally I would be like mentally like 200% there. I'm down to like 150, you know, like it's, it's still getting more like all of my attention and then some, but I'm not putting as much like personal stake into it. Cause you know, you've been there, Gavin, like putting your entire self-worth and winning in a video game is not oh, healthy. It's, it's not good. It's a tough I, life. Yes, it's very tough. I've been doing it for too long. And I, if I if I die to Kazi at 0%, I can't get mad at myself. I just can't do it. So <laughs> I go in to the tournaments with like, like lower expectations, but it's not like I'm throwing. It's such a difficult journey, like figuring that out, like the self-value stuff. And like that is a whole other conversation, but... I definitely, like, even just last weekend, like, people will physically come up to me and say, like, well, this time you're winning, right? And it's like... Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> like, what, you're living vicariously through me all of a sudden? I don't even know your first name. <laughs> like, it's just funny because it's like... Yeah. Like, on a rough day, like, that, that shit would make me pretty upset. Like, not oh, with I, them, but, like, I, it would just I, put me in a spiral. Like, especially because they're like... I don't know. It's like it's like a WWE script or something where like I can't where they where they think like okay, well they rolled the dice and it's your turn now, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. they wrote the it's script your, for you. Yeah, yeah. well, it's definitely they not. let you win here, right? Like shortly. <laughs> I've been you're, around you're you guys. Now. <laughs> yeah, I've been around you guys long enough to hear these interactions where some people like. I don't think they realize that their words can actually have an impact. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. they're kind of just saying shit. I think it's cause they, they, they like you guys or their fans or whatever and want to interact and like kind of maybe positive encouragement. It's like, damn, like you just added more pressure. You did more. I don't know, man. There's this weird kind of similar to the crowd thing. It's like, it's so close, right? Like everything yeah. is just so compounded at these tournaments. So you guys think and same thing with the crowd. Like you might think that you're just talking to, you know, some top player or some commentator or something, you just make one comment. It might mm -hmm. fucking stick in their heads, man. It really might. Yeah. It's true. I've had exact situations like that. But, I mean, it, it's... I don't even know what to add on to it. I feel like we've got everything. Like, the the crowd and, like, fans of people... Because I know the people who say that stuff. They're trying to be supportive and they're trying to hype you up. But, like, it's not helping in the way you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> These thoughts yeah. you're thinking, they're, they're like... I'm thinking of what's next. You're already like, you won, right? <laughs> yeah. That is one difficult thing um, that is I have to really lock into is making sure I'm like taking it one match at a time and not like yeah. teleporting my brain to grand finals, game five. Oh, yeah. That's like, a easy trap to fall into. You got to get there when you get there. And I think that's the thing, like why I personally get that a lot too is like because – I've had so many like close like second places or something like that, that a lot of the time they are talking to me from that, that perspective. Right. But they're, they're like, you're going to get it this time. Like, cause you were so close last time. And for me, it's really important to make sure I don't fall into that like desperation mm -hmm. because you know, before I know it, I'll be getting 33rd and then I have to like 
work my way up to like mentally being ready to be in grand finals or something like that. So for me, like, you know, I appreciate their support, but it's definitely like one ear out the other. Cause I don't want to, I don't even want to be thinking about that just yet. Cause it might be like fry, my pools might be in like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just one step at a time. Sometimes that's, that's why I never understood. And I think both of you guys have been this guy at one point where you don't check your bracket ahead of a major. And yeah. I never got, I never got that. But this all makes a lot of sense because it's like, well, if I start thinking about <laughs> top 64 first, especially a tournament like Genesis, and I sleep on my round, you know, top oh, yeah. 28 or whatever, it's like, well, I didn't think instead of going in as best prepared I could be for anything, I prepared for specific things, but failed to even get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely experimented with so much, like diving super specific into my bracket path or not diving into it at all. I feel like lately I'm just like kind of at a middle ground where like there's a couple things I naturally want to be more ready for than others, but yeah, I try to stay open-minded, especially if I'm playing like multiple characters and stuff. And at the same time, like I can only be caught so off guard. I've been doing this so long. So like it's, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to blame myself for not being prepared if I lose. Cause there's just, there's just no way that's true. Like there's no way it's like, I didn't know how to fight against like, rob or something i don't know yeah palu or whatever yeah <laughs> it's like, it's like well, random random luigi player oh i haven't played this matchup in a year <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah like i know what <clears throat> this character wants to do so yeah and that's kind of the interesting meta thing about like the fighter pass two characters too because people it's not just like oh learn the matchup it's like well that takes a lot of fucking time you know what i mean because it's not just like here's how you deal with this one thing in this one situation it's like if there's 10 top C players, they'll all look at it a different way, especially with a character that is that versatile, right? Who has a kit that's so strong. It's like, well, I didn't even know to look out for that thing. And I don't play the Steve. I play the Steve once every three months. So how the fuck was I supposed to learn that up until this point, right? Or study, like, I guess they're studying and all this other stuff, but I think really experiencing it brings it to the next level. I'm, I'm definitely an experienced learner. Yeah. Because like when I was like top five in the world, top three in the world, whatever, I my only practice was going to tournaments and outside of that, I would go to the majors and I would play random people because it would get me ready for multiple different play styles, levels yeah. of play. Because you can't get off guard, caught off guard by just how weirdly bad some people are in some situations. You're like, why are you doing directional air dodges like that? That's just objectively bad. Something and, that's yeah. interesting yeah. is like regionally, like people play the game differently at in different oh, areas absolutely. at different levels. Like, like, like whether it's their like you know. PR players or not like people just based on their environment and like their best players whether it's like their local best player or something like people just play the game differently and it's been the case for so long and something that I like that you mentioned earlier Mars is like your personal frustrations with the game like not that you dove too specific into that but I have so many like personal problems with the game I know (laughs) and it makes it really really difficult to get into a competitive mindset like a, a healthy one like the like like we talked about with like a, a specific balance of focus and like mm-hmm. being really locked in and ready for anything because like you know there's everything else you you you'd expect to have to deal with and then there's like so many personal frustrations like yeah i've had certain seasons that are just harder than others or like you know like like when you're fighting, like you know, the easy examples lately are like Steve and Kazuya. But even before that, like it used to be like Joker or something, where like mm-hmm. I disagreed with like everything about the character. So yeah. like, it, like it makes it fucks. really difficult to like be healthy with the game. Yeah, it's 
there's a lot of frustrating stuff. A lot of characters have a lot of, <clears throat> for lack of a better word, horse shit that I yep. hate to play against because, like, I play a character that like mostly nickel and dimes at the top level i'm not yep. i'm not near flip kicking people it's very hard to ladder no, combo top not. players i'm gonna be it's... honest bro you ain't landing that shit exactly and i'm like <laughs> yeah. all right sweet like i got up to like 70 percent. maybe i can start making some crazy reads or whatever like because all of these overextensions to try and kill them early literally caused me to lose stocks so i'm like yeah right. all right i'm gonna make this super sick calculated read and it's gonna have a lot of technical inputs involved and I uh, accidentally misinput and I died at zero because yeah. I got grabbed by Luigi. And you're like, okay, well, this was supposed to be a, a positive or, matchup for me, but I'm dead. So yeah. Or you took 80 and now you're zero suit, so you're at death percentage. Like exactly, it's a yeah. lot of stuff like that. And like no. I like I also this is a per- definitely like super personal thing. I'll get in my own head when I'm like seeing Kazuya do stuff. I'm like, why is he intangible for that? They gave him super armor too. Yeah. He goes how far with his grab? <laughs> like yeah. existential Smash Brothers. Yeah, I'm like this shit is unplay tested, and Damn. then it just it snowballs really bad, and then bad mentality you start throwing. Yeah, it. Like I said, like nowadays it's like really easy with like Steve and Kazuya, but like bro, like. It, it, it trickles down to so many like things, whether it's like the entire character being that annoying or just like bits and pieces. And yeah, as Did a competitor, you, um... like for me, I, I, I guess everyone's different, but I feel like I play like at my strongest when I'm like very calm, collected, like yeah. open-minded, like creative, like where I'm kind of like loose. Still learning. Yeah. I think like being in it, the mood to learn and adapt, which is a weird sentence to say. But adapting on the fly is super important because you yeah. have to bring something new to every single match, every single tournament, or else people are just going to skip ahead of you. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's just really hard to even get into that mode if, like, every little thing could tilt you. And, yeah. Like, I agree. Like, most things of this game, like, it's actually insane that I still play. <laughs> I've heard you insane. complain about the game, dude. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think You're talking about me specifically? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, you love complaining. But I think a part oh, yeah. of that, too, I'm, like, is... the best complainer on the planet. <laughs> You're very I, I, practiced is what I'll... Yeah, I would uh, win that battle with anyone. Like, you got good muscle memory with your complaining muscle. Uh, it, uh... What was I going to say? But it's, like, therapeutic, too. Like, that's a way to work through it is to fucking bitch about something a little bit. Then you figure it out, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. If I'm talking to someone that, like, plays a character I play or, like, like dislikes, like, an aspect of the game that, like, I don't really get to talk about much, they're they're my best friend for the next, like, 20 minutes. My my favorite one was uh, after you got done playing Squid Plumber at at Let's Make Big Moves, I, like, I, I went up to say, like, good job to you, and you go... That match was fucking impossible. I was like, "Are you won?" I was like, "Why?" I was like, "You won." You're like, "That's seventy thirty at least." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. GG's, dude. Whatever." Yeah, you might want to stay away from me for the next ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, like, something up. that Mars was mentioning is like the aspect of like nickel and diming with zero suit, and I feel like there's just certain eras of characters. Like zero suit's like a brawl character, and like you can really see it in a character's like game plan, like what era they're from for the most part and like what they like what they stand for as funny as that sounds but like a lot of it really is like what we consider smash bros and me and mars started like competitively like around a similar time frame Mm -hmm. and like smash just fundamentally changes as they release new games and new characters and like 
one of the hardest things from my experience is like literally accepting something as reality when it comes to these <laughs> characters or these players that are really good now, like having to accept them into the realm of like competitive smash when like a few years ago, like this wasn't even on the table. Like I didn't yeah. have to deal with this. Yeah, I, I think one of the most <clears throat> toxic and like uh, counterproductive ways of thinking that I ever adopted. And it was for a really short time was like at the end of the COVID era, I was like, all right, I'm nasty at this game. I just won Genesis. Like these new kids playing Wi-Fi, I think they're hot shit. And like, they're no, they're going to get stomped out by like all the old school, like top yeah. players who actually know how to play without latency. And like, dude, I got humbled. I'll give it up. Like <laughs> they're, yeah. they're performing. Some of them beat me. And exactly. Yeah. It's, dude, well, nice. I since I've been around longer for you guys, it comes full fucking circle because you were those guys at one point. Yes, yes. that's the funniest thing. There was no fucking cloud. There was no cloud before in Smash Four. There was nothing. <laughs> I mean, Zero Suit obviously was good in Brawl, but very different than Smash Four. And it was just like really, really good characters and just these kids that are cracked. And you're like, how the fuck do they yeah. do this stuff? You know, and it always happens. It's it's just cycles forever. Yeah. Um, even in melee, they see it. I mean, obviously the the top guard is still there, but top five has shifted around a lot in the last couple. That of is great. Even crazier happens. is yeah. how much melee is still changing to this day. And it's funny, it's, like, where did I get this ego to think like I'm? Because, like you said, I was that kid, and it's like it's so easy to forget that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's such a test for you guys. It really yeah. is because there's this huge difference between being the star on the rise and getting all that, like, this is going to be great. You have a shitty tournament. It's like, you'll get them next time. It's no big deal. As to being established and being like, I've won, Gen I've won the big house. I've won Genesis. I've won these tournaments. And then it just being like, well, my old fucking news now, like, am I, can I keep up? Right? Like it's a whole different mind game. than I'm going to catch up and I'm going to put the hustle in. And it's like, can I still do that? Right? Like it's not only other... is it important to it, realize it's crazy. thinking that way, like, and it's not healthy and it's like really goes against like competition it's also one of the main ways I teach like smash when I do like Metify lessons or anything is like, I feel like it's really, really rough to do this to yourself as a player when you're playing smash is to consider things like right and wrong. And that's something we've talked about a lot on the show. So it's mm -hmm. not even just line of thinking. It's also just like your actual gameplay, like being open-minded enough to consider as many things as possible. And like, you know, not everything is like a right and wrong and like, you know, people don't have to play smash the way you grew up playing it or something like that. And easier said than done. Like I'm saying this, but like I might play my next game of smash and get super tilted at something I disagree with, but it, it's for both the game and outside of it. And when it comes to like growing, because <clears throat> smash is the weirdest thing you'll ever play in your life. And oh, yeah. it's really important to keep up with that. <laughs> like it's going to change every, like every time you play it, you might see something that's you've never seen in your life. So and it's, it's so interesting, too, because Smash, the reason it's so popular is because it's so easy and basic to pick up at the, the ba level one, right? It's so easy to do. Oh, yeah. But it's so fucking complex and crazy. Even, like, even not just, like, Melee with all the tech skill and all that, but Ultimate, too. Like, it's just, to get into it, like, if I was, like, a, just, like, a Street Fighter player, I was like, I want to get into Smash, it's like, good fucking luck. Like, how, like, what do you need two, yeah. three years? You, you retain you none of that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It, very, very few, very, very small lessons will carry over for sure. It's Here's just, this little paper man. Uh, deal with his <laughs> shield real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's, okay, it's, Sonic yeah. Fox. Hit Game & Watch's shield without getting punished. You're playing <laughs> Mario. Go. Yeah. Like, I don't know why Game & Watch was the first thing yeah. I came up with. But. 
<laughs> you know why. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, Street Fighter player, sit down and play Meister right now for five hours. <laughs> five hours. You have to take one stock. <laughs> <laughs> so on on the topic of like, um, like the cycling of players and like, we kind of touched on it at the very beginning, like the top four or whatever. Um, being the best player in the world is one thing. And like, it's a very hard thing to achieve. And it's like what people like really seek when they're like trying to like become like the best in the world. Like I want to be the best. I want to beat MKLeo. I want to win every tournament, blah, blah, blah. But people don't talk about that. The actual hardest thing is staying as the top, staying as the best player in the world. And that, that is what people should strive for. Not like this. I want to, I'll be complacent like winning a tournament once, you know, it's, it's easy to fall into that. Yeah. It's similar to what you said earlier on Gavin, for sure. It's yeah. like, you know, I know I'm playing hot right now, but the second I stop trying hard, I could fall off at any moment. And it's that lesson in, in humility, right. And in, in being able to say, push yourself, even though you're, you're happy with your yeah. results, which is, it's, it's so hard. That's a life lesson. Like that's so fucking hard. You know, it's something so like that. I've just been through, like, for example, like, over quarantine like i i took a lot of things really serious that i never really took the time to dive into like whether it was smash or outside of it you know learned a new character and when tournaments came back the first couple tournaments i i was winning and i was like staying really on track of like everything i was working on and it was going great but like i kind of stopped like doing a lot of the hard like practice regimen stuff like as soon as i get those couple w's and i feel like right now i'm in the spot where like I'm kind of in a similar situation and like the biggest thing is like staying on top, like Mar said, and that's a much more important goal to me than like winning a tournament because oh, yeah, I've been playing for so long and like, I know what my goals are that like, you know, I don't want to trick my brain into thinking my goals are something else just because of one tournament win. So it's, it's a, it's a really big deal. And, and it's the most important thing to me, but just like Mar said, it's also like very difficult staying on top and, I can only imagine, like, you know, if we think of Leo, and I can speak on this just from my own experience with Leo being number one, is, like, I'm studying everything he does in Smash, because next time I play him, I'm going to do everything I can to win. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of people doing that to, like, Spargo now, and and Spargo's young, or, like, even me sometimes, or, like, Aquila. Like, if I'm doing it to these players, like, of course everyone else is, too. So it's it's difficult. And like you know, and he was doing it with a character like Byleth or something too. It's not like on the same level as like Pyramithra, like Steve or or whatever, or even Joker, which is like a character that's like in his lineup. So it's it's tough. You gotta stay creative creative enough. Like Mars kinda said that like every every time you sit down to play, you gotta be doing something new or like, you know, staying ahead of your own gameplay. So yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited for Genesis this weekend, to say the least. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, you, have... you said sorry. Tweak. You said uh, you wanted to talk to me about my bracket path, or was the? Yeah, the I was just curious what, what you were thinking. Like, you know, because I you look at your bracket path. I just saw Klaatu's the the Olimar Klaatu, you're talking about. Sonics yeah. is in there, and then Spargo. I don't know anything in between those. Klaatu's before. Sorry, do you want to know? <laughs> well, I know one. Sorry. You can tell me. I don't care. It's fine. So okay. So like, Chad, Sonics, Karama, um, Spargo. If you, if you 
win that whole side. Yeah. The only person I'm genuinely like concerned about is probably Sonics, because like I'm not very good versus Sonic, and I have oh, really? very little experience. I used to be very well versed in the matchup, but not anymore. Like for Klaatu, like I'm probably just gonna play Zero Suit and like I I'm, I'm hopefully better enough. Like hopefully I could just play or diff him. Uh, Chag, I'm pretty good at the Palutena matchup. I'm not really too worried. Sonics is like I said the biggest concern. Uh, I mean I've seen him play a lot and it'll be best. It'll definitely be best of five at that point. I think that's one of my stronger. Yeah, that's shoes. another good question. I was I don't just know wondering. I was just wondering when best of five is because that's top 64 I no so i i have to think it is almost definitely somewhere I, around, I, i'd yeah. be surprised if it wasn't but it is possible because Kur- it's, it's an enormous tournament so i play kurama i'm pretty good at the mario matchup i've never lost to kurama i beat him like right before oh. ludwigs have you played how many times have you played kurama i think it's two or three times but i've beaten him oh every wow time. okay that's yeah. more than i i've only played kurama like a couple times so. yeah i haven't played him since like ludwigs which was his pop-off tournament so yeah. maybe something's changed um and then i think after that it's spargo which i actually think he's one of the more beatable players for me just like i understand him and i think about the game in a very very similar way and i didn't that's something that that's came up in conversations with others did i say that yeah yeah, you, you like said, I wait. said that too. Yeah, Paris. Paris Mike is very said, quick yeah. to say someone's like Mars if they are, because wow. like, he has a lot of experience like playing with you. So, so when he sees something that's like you, it's like he's like, oh shit. He, he immediately realizes it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't know that. But yeah, I, I I never really thought about it at first. Like I never really made the comparison. Like it never clicked with me. But the more people like talked about it, the more I was like, okay, I, I, I all disagree. That's what happened. Can I? I can like, I? Hold on. Can I say what it is? Like, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And, uh, so, so the biggest thing that I see is he. What I like to do is I like to recycle interactions. Is what I mean by that is like I will, I will force us into the same exact position. And I will do the same exact thing, and like normally I can tell if what you're doing is an autopilot option. So for example, when I played Spargo, he would pressure my shield like sit there for a second and then i would forward air and he used it against me and i was like holy shit that was fucked up dude that's something i would do <laughs> yeah. and then i saw him doing it to like other players and shit like on like a very similar scale where like he'll prep like he gets so many edge guards and you're like cloud off stage what is he yeah, doing he's, and, like, he's, he conditions you he's like okay if i position myself here you're gonna go this like low loop route and then he's gonna punish you for it you know he's gonna do like some uppy grime or he's just gonna call out a forward air in the drop zone and that's that's where I see myself in him. Yeah, I um, I mean, I, if I'm talking about your play style, I consider it very mean, like just yeah. making people feel stupid <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, like it doesn't feel good when it when it like works out. And with Spargo, it feels like similar. Like where when I'm fighting Spargo, it'll feel like. Like that was very disrespectful. Like, yeah, it's like, over what a weird and, thing to call like, out. Like over and over. <laughs> But it's like with Spargo, it's like he's like a he's like a very mean robot. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's like disrespectfully like he, like terminating you. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny like a, yeah, go robotic on. with a little bit of spice. It's like damn, yeah. that's terrifying to fight. It was funny because when you were like, I need to be kind of like Zen, right? Like I need to like yeah. get in my zone. Like I think Spargo, he's one of those players that plays better when he's pissed off, which I love, <laughs> obviously. Like that that's relatable material. I've seen people say that opinion. a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, cool. Yeah, well, I'm looking very forward 
very much forward to this tournament, hang out with you guys. Uh, you got doubles with light too, which I'm obviously very excited to see. You guys are seated to get third, which is cool, but I think you guys can do better, obviously. So see what happens there. A lot of, lot of good teams actually at Genesis. I'll be casting top eight of doubles though. That'd be sick. Wait, you replaced me in dodgeball, by the way? I don't blame you, but who Dude, you didn't me? say you were down. You said that. I said I can't. Yeah, it's fine. I'm saying I'm. Then don't say I'm, I replaced you. You were never on the I'm team. Replacing I'm replacing you. You, you wanted me on the team. I couldn't do it. You replaced me. You got something. You else were to do never it. on the team. You replaced me. <laughs> you, you replaced me. <laughs> Who's my replacement? Me. Uh, Who is it? It's me. Work trainer. Oh really? We work yeah. trainer rules. I'm a fan. Yeah. You and a cat and we work trainer. That's a good team. Yeah, it's the God Squad right there. Shout out to me for putting together the dodgeball tournament. Finally, I wanted to play so bad, but I'm casting at the time because. We played a couple times. There's like a local um, dodgeball team that we play with sometimes. So uh, yeah, yeah that's we mostly play. why I invited you. <laughs> we ball, we ball, man. I got yeah, it on. Uh, I can't wait to explain meta to them. I'm not playing volleyball. I'd play basketball. So. Dodgeball, dodgeball, agaball. Dude, remember Genesis? Oh wait, 3? yeah, it's not volleyball. volleyball. I'm just so used to Mars playing volleyball. He loves v ball. Yeah, v ball. Woo! V Good sport. Good sport. All right, I think that just about wraps it up. You got anything else you want to say, Mars, before we go? Uh, have me on more of these, dude. I want to talk to more than just you two bums. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. it'll we'll be it'll it. be the it'll be Marcus and Charles without me and Has next. Time. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I know. maybe yeah, uh, maybe twenty twenty full experience. Maybe twenty twenty four will be your year there, big guy. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I get one a year. We'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, we want more guests, so yeah, that'd be great. And people want to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, y'all. Have a good one.